briefly when we did the vandals poop diarrhea there is a nitro sound <laughs> I don't know why I Is call it, it poop diarrhea. I don't know why either, because you know the title, so I don't know why you said <laughs> poop diarrhea. <laughs> Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music, and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! Survivor intro. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, this this here is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where we get into a different album every week. We get into the nitty gritty of it. We try to have a good time while we do it. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether, is Jeff. Jeez, that was a long, dramatic pause. I was I was waiting for that bell to hit. Oh, oh, that's right. The remember bell. the bell? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's we different because there's, there's a slight lag, and so maybe the bell is off time for me. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that could be it. That could be it. All right, so yeah, like I said, Asinine Radio. Go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. If you didn't know, we're getting into uh, an AFI record, The Art of Drowning record. But before we do that, what we like to do is we like to take a band's discography, listen through them all, listen through all the albums, and uh, rank them. We love to rank. We're a ranking pod now. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do with AFI's records. They have 10 full-length records. So we're not going to add their EPs, even though I would like to add all hollows, but... I thought we did add all hollows. Okay, we did. So we did add all hollows. <laughs> you asked if I wanted to, and I was like, yeah, I might as well because I bought it. <laughs> okay. Okay, then we're doing all hollows Fucking as well. So there you go. I just added it to my notes. Okay, so yeah, we're, we're, at, we're doing that plus the 10 albums. So let's start with you, Jeff. Uh, what is your, your least best uh, AFI record? Okay. Your, number, your number 11, I guess. All right, all right, all right. Probably by no surprise, my bottom three to four to five. Uh, Crash Love. Crash Love is, is, is my least favorite. I just, I really don't Thank like you. this one. The band kept saying, Wait, like, it was their most rock album they've ever done, and it was fun to do this rock album. And I agree, like, it's, it's pretty straightforward rock, but they forgot to mention that it was fucking pop rock. Or pop punk. No. No. It was pop rock. It was... It was dumb. It's bad. Rock is rock, baby. That is true. Rock, rock is, is rock. rock. Emerson Lake and Palmer is exactly the same as Grand Funk. Is exactly the same as AFI. It is exactly the same as Corn. It's exactly the same as Corn. You're right. So yes. yeah, this that is my least favorite album. That is the only one that I didn't enjoy listening to. Um, really? That's I'm surprised. Yeah, not not a fan like at all. Huh. And anyway, okay. but. I also really didn't want to even pick a favorite song. I wanted to do one of those things where none of these songs are good type of thing. Nah, right? That's so dumb. Yeah. No, that's that's cool, though. Um, but I did pick one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Beautiful Thieves. I think it's kind really? of... I think it's kind of catchy a little bit. I still really don't like it. I definitely would never even think of playlisting it. But um, and it was it was okay. It was all right. 
I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked that Crash Love is this slow. Crash That's insane. S- Crash Love sucked. Wow. This I mean, wow. dude, AFI has done some stuff that that is that is pretty untouchable, but dude, Crash Love sucked. Wow. That's that's I can't believe that. I cannot believe that. Believe that, homie, believe that. All right, well, my number 11, uh this one ended up being a lot better on my listen uh listen through than I expected. And I forgot how much I knew this album, how many of the songs I actually remembered and actually liked. And uh that's Burials. Burials wasn't as bad as I really kind of remembered it. I've always just brushed it off. Well, even though I'm, I'm I'm a big AFI man. I'm a big AFI man. But I've always brushed this one off. It's always been my least favorite. It still is, but it's much better than I anticipated. And uh and and I will preface this all by saying that None of these albums are below a 2.0 what? from our three-point rating system. No, None of them are below a 2. That's false. Burials comes close to, to falling below the 2, but it doesn't. So, so yeah, Burials is my, my, least, my least best. And, but my favorite song on this one, there's some bangers, but my favorite is I Hope You Suffer. That one just, when I first heard it, it just blew me away. I, I was like, this is, this is what <laughs> I wanted from AFI after so many years of not having this sound. I was just like, dude, they're they're back. Like AFI are back, and then you put on the rest of the record, and it's just like, ah, oh, really? But you like, still you give this, it a two. I still well, cause, I mean, it grew on me a lot over the years, and I forgot how many times I listened to this record when it came out. Dude, you're just, you're, you're just swallowing those stupid AFI pills. Like you, you don't. It's okay to think that some AFI albums are untouchable and some AFI albums are garbage. It's fine. It's okay. You don't. You I don't, don't think they've put out any garbage albums. They have. I I listed at least one thus far that was garbage. Let's <laughs> see. You're completely fucking wrong. And you're, next, you're probably going to say, "Shut your mouth and open your eyes." This is number ten because you're a cuck. Is it my is it my turn for number ten? <laughs> yeah, it's your it's your okay. number ten. Yeah. All right. So 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 my number ten is. Uh, what, what do you what, do you call AFI? Do you call it the Blood Album? What do you call it? I'll just call it the Blood Album. Okay, Let's we'll call, call it the Blood, blood album. album. That that is my number ten. <sighs> there's, oh there's, there's there's too much of this '80s new wave shit that they that they're leaning into. Pretty pretty flat record. Just wasn't having it. Nothing really went anywhere. Nothing really had. There was no sound to it. It's okay. It's fine. It's like they weren't they weren't fully embracing the sound that they pretended to embrace. And I'll get to that okay. later, but okay. uh, still a stranger, I guess that was that had a little bit of their Ooh. punk sound mixed in with their new sound, so it was it was a good it was a good mashup. Yeah, but that's a banger. But even then, I don't I don't I, mean, I don't play anything because I'm I'm strictly vinyl now. But I don't I don't know if I would even playlist that. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna I'm playlist it. I'm gonna do it right now. It is it is a good playlistable song. Yeah, I'm gonna do it right now. It really is. <sighs> okay, so that that's your number your number ten. So my number ten. Is the Blood Album? Blood Album is the is my number ten. So that we agree on something for once in our lives. Yeah. Uh, this is. I, I understand what you're saying. Like they, it kind of sounded like they wanted to kind of throw back to their older styles, like playing a little bit faster. But then they have songs like Snowcats and Aurelia, and it's just like what? Like it's like it's like high school theater singing in some of these songs. It's very dramatic. It's very My Chemical Romance, and that's kind of how Burials was too. I feel like Davey started to sing in a lower register and I feel like that that's was kind of the downfall of burials in the blood album, but still both good records. But yeah, blood is my, my number 10 and um, the song. So beneath you and still a stranger are the, the two biggest bangers on that, on that record for sure. 
There you go, baby. Yep, there you go. There you go. I can't believe Crash so Love is going to be your favorite album. That's crazy. So my number, <laughs> my next one up is uh, is Burials. Okay, okay. Burials. Still a little high, but okay. Actually too high, but okay. This this is the sound from AFI that I just, I don't like. I don't, I'm not a fan of this sound. But on this one specifically, they doubled down on that sound. They embraced it. They made it a little bit more complex and a little more layered. So it was a little more enjoyable. There was a little bit more... A little more meat on the bones there. With with Blood Album and Crash Love, they were still kind of doing the sound and tinkering with it, but they didn't... I I, I just feel like they didn't what fully embrace that sound. Exactly? It's that stupid fucking new wave sound from like the 80s. Oh, okay, that okay, yeah. bullshit yeah. sound that they've had post... Uh, I guess we'll get into that later too. But that's like the third iteration of AFI. I, I think there's like three versions of AFI, and the third version of AFI is, is I think is just, is just dumb. It's just stupid, and... It it does seem like a natural progression from beginning to end. Like I see where they went with it, and mm-hmm. AFI is one of those bands where you can hear it in each record. You can hear them progress, which I think is so cool. I think it's unbelievably cool that you can hear them be a little bit different each record. So when you listen to the Blood album, and then you go back and listen to Shut Your Mouth or Very Proud of You or Answer That, you're like, holy fuck! I cannot believe this, this is the same band. But when you listen yeah. to them in, in chronological order, you can hear the progression. I think that's that's fucking mind blowing. I think it's so great. The burials, burials is my is my third least favorite. But but here mm-hmm. here here's where here's where it gets here's where it gets controversial. One of oh, my no. one of my new favorite top five AFI songs is from Burials, oh, no. and that's heart. What is it? Heart stops. Really? Heart stops. It's what? Dude, I don't even know what was with this song. I don't I listened to this album one time and then I listened to Heart Stops like five or six times after that. I love this ah. song. This is this is again, this is like one of my top five AFI songs now. Dude, the verses are so, so fucking catchy. It's ridiculous. And like no. his, his vocals like loosely match the riff of the verse, and it's just it's absolute gold. Plus, it kind of reminds me of like the alt rock kind of shitty stuff I listen to sometimes. And <laughs> dude, I I don't heart know, man. Stops. Heart stops. I mean, it's a good song, but my heart stopped when I heard heart five? stops. I would, dude. I love this song. I, I I I dude, I love this song. Are you gonna buy it on on vinyls? <laughs> if I see burials, that's why it was kind of funny when I <laughs> no, texted you that because you're not. It was like half joke, half serious. Where if I saw burials for eight, like twenty bucks or less, I'd buy it. Oh, you're crazy. Only for this song, too. Burials and Blood are the only records I wouldn't buy on vinyl. I'd buy everything else on vinyl. Man, why, why do you think Crash Love is their best album? I don't understand I it. don't think it's their best album. You do, so. I don't, but okay. That's your number nine in Heart Stops. Dude, that's Heart Stops is so good. Top five, huh? Top his singing, five his singing is so song. shitty on Heart Stops, too. It's not even good. But he's a good singer, and he and he can really belt it out sometimes in the high registers yeah. and the low registers and the raspiness and the cleans and heart stops. It's just I don't know, it's man. It's So poppy. It's such a poppy song. Oh, it, it's such. A, it's one of the the outlier songs on this record. The, this song and Seventeen Crimes are the two like poppy songs that could have been on Crash Love. Actually, they should have been on Crash Love. They don't fit on this Burials record at all. That's weird, man. It's weird that you like it so much. But all three Especially of these albums, considering would, how much you hate Crash Love, oh, dude, Crash Love is garbage. I, I, I would give Burials <sighs> maybe a two point Everything, it, Blood Album, Crash Love are, are sub two point Easy. 
Wow. Okay. Crash Love I mean, may, Crash so may, may be even be like a 1.0. <laughs> you're such a fucking Calls dumbass. Calls him as a season. Calls so him dumb. as a season. Mm-mm. All right. So my number nine, this is where you're going to start to get mad. I know this is where you're going to start to get mad, That's but my number, no, my number nine is Black Sails in the Sunset. Holy shit. Yeah. I love this record. This is the second AFI record I ever heard. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I love this record though. There's some amazing songs and amazing How the parts on this fuck record. Fuck, you put fucking Crash Love <laughs> above Black Sails because there's so, I, dude. Did I you, love. Did I you love take Black your pills Sail. today? Your poo brain pills? Is that why you take extras? <laughs> I Are you love serious? Black Sails. I love Black Sails. This could be the most but, mad I've ever been at your fucking rankings like ever. <laughs> I'm legitimately upset. This makes no fucking sense. I didn't want to hear your explanation because I know it's gonna be bullshit. There's, I really have no good explanation, but I, I am surprised that this is lower than than my next my next pick. But yeah, I love this record, but man, everything else that they've done is is better. I'm sorry, it is. You're not sorry. It's the way no, she goes. Don't say you're sorry when you're not sorry. You're not sorry. I'm not sorry. Yeah, I'm not sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. You called me out. I'm not sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so Black Sails in the sense that my favorite song is the prayer position. This is top ten, top ten AFI songs prayer position love that 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 opening guitar riff with that high the high note that he's playing that that's really screechy and kind of annoying almost annoying and it's very bouncy great song so yeah there you go it's my number nine black sails in the sunset what do you got for your number eight you're so mad i love it <laughs> i don't even know i don't want to do this anymore this is this doesn't make any sense like i don't even know this is real life you put December <laughs> Underground above it, dude. You just—it's possible. No, you did because you haven't said it yet. So like, clearly, <laughs> clearly, it's above it. Oh, Tyler, yeah, what are you doing with your life right now? Uh, I'm just living living life to the fullest. So That's what I'm doing. I don't even know what number we're on, but my my next on, number eight. My next up is December Underground. This oh low man. This wasn't. This wasn't as bad as I remember. I can't even think right now. I legit can't even think right now. I'm so blown away by that fucking ranking, how low Black Sails was. That is unbelievable. I do love Black Sails, though. That is unbelievable to me. It truly is. December Underground. That's the way she goes. This, this, this wasn't as bad as I remember. It's kind of that fake hardcore, though, which is... Which even mm-hmm. like even though he kind of screams to give like the illusion of heavy music, the music never, really never gets too hard. It's a pop album. It's fine, mm-hmm. but um, what surprised me is my favorite song is uh, is Miss Murder. Like, what? Yeah, man. Like this this oh song is you is have no you have no credit, no validity. This song this song is cheesy in all of the fun ways, much like December Underground is cheesy in all of the fun ways. <sighs> and Miss Murder is just it's a catchy song. It's a catchy I song. Miss Murder, can I? <laughs> How is this your favorite when when one of your favorite AFI songs has always been Because that's 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 too easy. That's too easy. Cuz if I say if I had I said prelude, you'd be like, "Ooh, that's what you always say. Ooh, are you still stuck in high school?" Black Sales is the worst album. Boo, that's what you would have said. <laughs> so that's why I didn't say prelude. That's why I said Miss Murder cuz I don't give a fuck. <sighs> Miss Murder's funny. Miss Murder's fun though. I, I, you're, you're, 
you say I'm crazy today. I mean, you said Heart Stops <laughs> is a top five. <laughs> Miss Murder is your favorite from December Underground, and I'm the crazy one. What's, what's funny? I'm the crazy one. What's funny is when was is when AFI tries to be fun, they end up writing like their best music. But then when they try and be serious, they come out with stuff like Miss Murder, Heart Stops. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Like it is, it is a really dumb song, but it's it's pretty fucking catching. It's it's just, I guess. <sighs> I guess I'm hoping it's ironic in some sort, but it's, 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 it's clearly not. It's not. But it's still catchy. don't have that much fun. Okay, my number eight. My number eight is Sing the Sorrow. This one, um, I, I, I'm surprised that this one is above black sales, but there was something that happened this week that, I don't know, I just, for whatever reason, when I was listening to it, it just, it it really hit all the spots for me. I've it's a solid record and I remember when I when it came out I hated it. I thought it was awful when it came out. But over the years it's just it's really grown on me and it's it's a solid record and I have a lot of really great memories with this album with friends and man dude this this album is is fucking great too. I love this record. Did you fall down it, or something this a, week? Did you hit your head? <laughs> Why you put Sing the Sorrow higher? You're fucking nuts. I've all, I've always said Sing the Sorrows towards the bottom of my my AFI rankings. It's always been toward the bottom. I'm not I'm not arguing with you about Sing the Sorrow. I'm arguing with you about Black Sales and, and Crash Black Love. Sales. Like you think Crash <laughs> Love is like the best album, and Black Sales is the worst. Where I just I don't <laughs> honestly I don't understand. I I don't get it. Some great songs. Some some, some great songs on Sing the Sorrow though. But my favorite is uh, the Celluloid Celluloid Dream. I love that one. But also the Leaving Song. The acoustic one, or just the, the clean guitar one, and then Paper Airplanes is good. Fuck man, some bangers on this on this one. Girls Not Gray too, even though it's a single. Oh, oh, you make fun of Crazy. me for fucking Miss Murder, but you love Girls Not Gray. Which oh, Girls Not Gray is the worst music video ever. Oh, who, uh, we're not talking about music videos. We're talking well, about songs. They song. go hand in hand because you can't. They do not go oh, bullshit. They do not go hand in hand. Girls Not Gray without thinking of that stupid music video. It's better than the Miss Murder music video. No, I just no. You take the fucking <laughs> That video sucks. <laughs> you probably only like the video because they they play Prelude before the song. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. So you're dumb. So you're dumb. But yeah, so that's my number eight. Sing the sorrow and the cellular dream. Dream is my favorite song. Okay. So what do you got for your number seven? My number seven, is sing the sorrow. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that see, you didn't get as mad at me. As you did with Black Sales, because you knew that this album is not the greatest. No, it's not the greatest. It's not the worst. It's it's a good middle album for them, and it's actually a transitional period for the band because it it bridges the gap between their shitty new sound and their fantastic old sound. So, <laughs> Sing the Sorrow serves its purpose perfectly, but it's uh-huh. it's it's riddled with bangers. Like there's so many highs on this album, and and Havoc has totally mastered the high pitched squeal to complement the gritty low vocals that he does. Mm-hmm. But there's also like the there's also a lot of low points, and that's like what there's a ton of low points. Had it not been for like the bangers, like leaving song, not part two, but part one, that song's not a low point. That's not a good song. You hate you don't like that song? No, not really at all. Oh my god! Well, the way that's part two. Well, that's part one. You're right. No, part, that's part one. Part two part is the is the not banger. Part one is, is the oh, banger. okay okay. Part two okay, is the not banger. Silver and Cold, I don't really, I'm not really a fan of. And this Home is Nowhere is another one. Eh. And they came out with Sing the Sorrow, and it was just like, it, it was just like, holy shit, this is what they look like. Like, this is this is their image now. Okay. 
That's cool. I yeah, guess. it was a pretty big, I get pretty it. big difference from even the art of drowning. So, so um, my, my favorite new song on this one, uh, "Death of Seasons." I I think ooh, that's a good one. This one's interesting because I think it's cool that AFI can still can still have fun. They can still have fun and bring the heat after all these years. They still throw it back, and this song is maybe the most fun song on the album. Just because that that dance beat. Yeah. Like they're just having a good time. Yeah, they are. They, the one thing I will say about Sing the Sorrow, though, is that this is when Davey changed his screaming vocals. Like, he never screamed like this prior to this record. I don't know why he did it, but ever since then, he's only screamed like this. Maybe maybe he, has, maybe he was working on it, and up until now, he, was, he felt confident in doing it. Because, mm-hmm. because like, again, I, I feel like this, this album is, is a great transitional period for the band. And like I said in the beginning, AFI is one of the few bands I can think of on the top of my head where their last album and their first album are so different from each other. But if you listen to them in order, you can hear the progression. And yeah. for good or bad, I mean, that is just, that's so cool. That's cool to see a band grow. Regardless if you think it's, it's in a good direction or a bad direction, it's just cool to see a band grow in a direction. I think it's amazing. It's very interesting. Yeah. They do. They, they, I feel like for the most part, they did a good job of it. Even though their older stuff is much better, but their newest Except stuff is Black great Sail, too. That's fucking garbage. According to you, and Crash Love is their best album. So, <laughs> go ahead. Okay, my number seven. My number seven. Oh, dude. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because it's my stupid, number, right? My number seven. My my number seven is very proud of you. You're so dumb, Tyler. You, you, you're just dumb today. You took your dumb pills. <laughs> you OD'd on dumb pills. Oh, so delirious. very proud of you. I love. I, I do love this record. Jeff Kresge is my one of my is my favorite bass player. Uh, but I think what it really we talked about it before on the pod. The one thing that kind of you know draws me back from this record is the one the production, and two, fucking like twenty one songs, twenty two songs, so <laughs> many fucking songs, so many of. And then they re recorded a couple of them from Answer That, and they they're not as good as the originals. They're, I just don't get it. I, I don't get it. But I love this record to death. It is. Has some amazing songs. Um, my two favorites are File 13 and per- and Perfect Fit. Those two songs, absolute fucking bangers. I have this on vinyl, so there you go. I win, you lose, because you don't have it on vinyl. That is true. I, I, w- I will give you that. <laughs> I'm very, yeah, very, very jelly of your AFI collection on vinyls. I only have four records. Of that I only got two. 1.5. Oh, yeah, you have all those. You have all those, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's my number seven. Very proud of you. So deal with it. Okay. What's your number six? That's stupid, but my 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 number six is All Hollows. We had to put this in somewhere, and this is this is where I put it. Okay, it's not bad for an EP. It's um, it's it was hard to rank this one because there are only four tracks, and two of them are beyond bangers. One of mm-hmm. them is 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 good, and the one of them is okay. Okay, so the two. Beyond Bangers are Totally Immortal, obviously, and uh, Fall Children. Yes, correct. Uh, the good one is the Misfits song, okay, Halloween, and the okay is the Boy Who Destroyed the World. Correct. I'm fucking surprised. Because be I feel the same surprised. exact way. Yeah. So like that. That is what's going on. So if but if you take that, so fifty percent of this of this album is 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 kind of like it's just okay to to good, and so given that mentality that's why i put it put it where it is 
That makes sense. That makes sense. Like it's it's hard. It's only four songs. Like how it's hard. And you know, fucking their first three of like forty nine million songs between the three of them. So it's it's hard. <laughs> it was hard. I get it. I get it. So and I assume totally immortal is your BB on that. Yeah, but but it, yeah. it also gets to know that Fall Children's intro just like really kicks off this EP in a way that that's I don't know that's 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 beyond intros. Like we have Beyond mm. Bangers. That's a Beyond intro. Beyond. <laughs> You're so dumb. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. So that's your number, your number six, right? Yeah, number yeah. six. So my number six, here we go. Here we go. My here number go. six is December Underground. This one, uh, I, I, this one's still a banger, man. I thought this one was, would be lower on my listen through, but it's still, it still holds up. There's some great moments. This is where you hear, they used a lot of electronics on this one, but they did it in a really good way. Like Love Like Winter, I still think that song is an absolute banger. Absolute banger. Uh, arguably one of their worst songs of all time is on this record, and uh, that's Miss Murder. You're so One stupid. of their worst songs. One of their worst songs. Uh, but my one of my another top 10 uh, AFI song is on this one, and that's 37 millimeter. Totally a forgotten track. But I love the electronic feel on this song. They, I mean, this is—it's a perfect song, absolutely perfect song. Thirty-seven millimeter, good stuff. So you, you, you see, now you're just trying to be different. You're trying so hard. I'm to, not. This has always been one of my favorites. To be like, oh, I'm fucking December Underground is really good, and it's it's oh, we got. It good. is really good. It was popular and it sold a lot, but it's really good. But Miss Murder is not very good. It is really good. But what's not very good? I grow tiresome of these games. Uh, because my games are better than your games. I, that doesn't make any sense. No. Uh, it doesn't. So what's your number five? Uh, what are we on here? One, two, We're on three, five. four. Why don't you number these? Why don't you number these? <laughs> because in my notes, if I number them, then they go to Roman numerals. And then they go to, because if you have bullets, words mm-hmm. are like bullets. But if you, like bullet, bullets. if you go to bullet, or if you go to numbers, fuck, man. <laughs> the first set is numbers and the second is roman numerals and the third set is alphabet i don't know my, my rankings what? would my rankings would be the first set so my rankings would be no, like so in my notes i have i have <laughs> album of the week general and then rankings those would be the numbers and my uh-huh. actual rankings would go into roman numerals which would be you know roman numerals which is fine yeah but then my notes for each album that I have would be into letters. So it would go A, B, and then my next one would be A, okay. B, C. And I, I hate letters like that. It just irritates me. Aesthetically, it's not pleasing to my eyeballs, and so that's why I don't do it. Okay, and you're just making it more confusing for everyone. But now it's number four. You said number five. I'm on no, number four. No, because we're on five. No, we're on four. We're on five. There are 11. Uh, we're doing 11 things. One, two, three, One, four, five. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I only have ten. What the fuck am I missing? How do you have ten? There's eleven. If we if we include all hollows, if we include all hollows, there's eleven. What the hell? You have ten full lengths. Hold on a second. Just okay. Just I mean, just list them. If you have okay, them in front of you in order, don't list, you know your rankings. What okay, no, I'm not. Okay, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go chronologically. You have answer that on there. Yes. You have very proud of you. Yes. You have show your mouth. Yes. You have black sales. Yes. The Art of Drowning. Yes. Oh! Uh, you didn't put The Art of Drowning in there, no, huh? It's because, yeah, because we're doing it today. That's why. It was a little blip. That's why. I'm, I'm, it was above one of them, and I, I thought it was one. That's fine. Okay, so you fucked up. Yeah. Okay, there you go. We, we no, we're discovered good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. what happened. We're good. So what, what is your number five? Jesus Christ. Uh, my number five is, is Answer That. 
answer that and stay uh, low, huh? stay stay pretty cool. Answer that and stay fashionable. That's my number five. This one, um, you know, this is this has always been like top five AFI for me. It's my top five AFI has really never not been the same. They mm-hmm. they are interchangeable. One of them has, has clearly dropped, and one of them definitely went up. But uh, yeah, answer that. It's dude. It's straightforward stuff. It, it never stops. It's 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 fantastic. It's I don't know. It's it's good. I think the only reason it why it's below another one is just just nostalgia for me. Really? Yeah, just because my the first AFI album I heard wasn't this one, and so th- that's that's the only reason this one's below another one. Um, but I want to get a mohawk. I, I I like the the sort of stop and go chorus. They really get doing that, especially in their early days. It's fantastic. It is. I don't want to go to shows. Don't want to pierce my nose. <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh, I love that song too. What a banger! That's, that's that's fun AFI. I can't believe you put Black Sails above this though. That's uh, no, you're an idiot. I can't uh, believe you put fucking Black Sails as their like, worst album. When you put Crash Love as their fucking best. <laughs> when are you gonna say Crash Love? Are you joking? Are you joking? You're joking, right? No, I'm not joking. So my number five, my number five pick is Crash Love God, from AFI. Finally. That's my number five. Jesus. Love this record. I I just I remember being so excited when it was coming out. I I loved it from the moment I heard it. I just thought it was it's a fantastic record. It's the highs are super ah, so high. There're really you're, no you're, lows you're on this one. You were blinded by like childhood nostalgia. That's that's why okay, it's I not, get it. I was I in my it, I, I was it, in I my twenties when this album came out. Yeah, you've you've just now grown into an adult like this past week. So I get it. I get it now. <laughs> It makes sense. I don't fault you. Anymore. Oh man, I have and I have a lot of great memories with this yeah. record too. Listen, listening with friends, some yeah. friends of mine, and you're just stupid kids making fun of Davy's vocals because he does a lot of the O's on this record. That really high pitch. Oh, it's really funny. <laughs> it's good. But he, he he's always done it. But this record, man, it's just it, there's even one. Uh, what song? I think it's in transmission. He starts the song off with a with a with a oh with a high pitched one, and he ends the song literally. The last thing he does is an O, but he does it low. He goes Ooh. O, O. It's so weird. I don't know if if that was intentional. Like he he was doing that for the fans, but yeah, I I love this this <laughs> record. And speaking of the O's, there was there's even a Facebook page called Davy Havoc's O, oh. and people used <laughs> to just post him just going O over and over again. There's, there's, I think on YouTube, there's even a video of every O he's ever done on in all their songs. It was a thing. It was a real thing. But yeah, so I love Crash Love. Uh, my favorite song, I love so many of these songs, but my favorite, my two favorites are Sacrilege and In Transmission. Those are, those are my two favorites. But Veronica Sawyer Smokes, another solid one. Fainting Spells, which was actually a B-side from December Underground, but it was on this record. Um, great, great one, too. Beautiful Thieves, Banger. But yeah. Mm. That's good. Cool. That's Beautiful Thieves is one of the weaker songs. That's fine. I mean, Crash Love is one of the weaker albums, but you have it as your best. So it's their it's their number five. But that's fine. that's that's crazy. So I, what do you got for your number four? I'm blown away. <laughs> I am. I'm blown away. It's better than better than Black Sales. That's for better okay. than Very Proud of You too. All right. Well, that's fine. If you, you know, I'm surprised you didn't get more mad at me for that. Be- that this is better than Very Proud of You. But you got more mad that Black Sales was so low. It's weird. Okay. Just t- take your poop brain pills and just keep it down, okay? So my number four, <laughs> my number four is, is Very Proud of You 
This one. Uh, uh, what? Yeah, this one. This one has always been like top one for me because so, yeah, it's always been your favorite. This is this was my introduction to AFI. This is I downloaded this on Kazaa like fucking I don't know when I was twelve. Whenever the fuck Kazaa came out, yeah. and I, I just I've always loved this. I think the first six songs are just they're they're fucking untouchable. They're so good. They're perfect songs. File thirteen. The reason why I kind of like feel this doesn't deserve to be in the top three is because after that, the rest of the album kind of, kind of has its ups and downs and never really recovers from the first six. Okay. But I mean, th- there's got to be a top three. I just don't think this is. I don't think this is quite there yet. I mean, it was there for a long time, but it's, it's not there anymore. I'm gonna say yet, like as if they're going to re-record this or something. Can you imagine? Oh, bring Kresge back. Oh. <laughs> But this huh. this is a this is a damn near perfect album. This is fantastic. File thirteen is my favorite. You, dude, you can't beat that call and answer the chorus. Like, oh, I know. Drop, drop, make me away. Like that's <laughs> it's so good, dude. That's that's too good. That's too good. It's too Don't good. give a shit. I am useless. Oh, it's so good. Fantastic. I love that album too. I love very proud of you. This is good fun. Good fun. It is. It really is. All right. So my number four, my number four is All Hollows EP. Uh, I'm I, just kind of going off of what you said too. That there's only four songs, so it's hard to. This could be like a perfect thing had they made a full album with like quality songs like this. My favorite AFI song is on this one. One of my favorite songs of all time is on this one, and that's Totally Immortal. One of the greatest songs ever written by any band. Is totally immortal, and so that's that's my All Hollows EP is my number four. Damn! So, there you go, there you go. Top five song of all time, totally immortal. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. shut your mouth, open your eyes. Um, number, three. <laughs> number three. No, it's not number three. Number three for uh, me okay. is art, 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 like a art, seal. Art, 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 drowning is my art, number three. <laughs> okay, or so I'm gonna get into that. <laughs> Won't get into that yet. Uh, Art of Journey is also my number three. So let's let's get into your number two. What do you got? Uh, number number two crept up in my rankings, probably like two spots, maybe three spots. But uh, shut your mouth. That's that, dude. You got to be kidding me. What your I'm number not, one is? I'm not. I'm not at all. Any fucking way, shape, or form. Like it's unbelievable that you think that is the worst album and it's actually their best. Like you're you're you're. Like I'm you're going, unbelievable. Like I'm going to text Tammy and make sure she gets you a checkup <laughs> because your fucking brain is complete mush <laughs> from all the stupid pills you've been fucking taking for your entire life, and now it's finally caught up to you. It's unfucking believable how dumb you were putting that album so low. But number two for me, I like how you're yelling at me. <laughs> you haven't even got to your number one. <laughs> no, number two for me is shut your mouth. And and again, I've always put this behind Ugh. behind. Very proud of you. But uh, it's, I don't know if it's like where I'm at now, but it's, 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 it's a little bit better. It's, it's not like exponentially better than Very Pouty. It's not like a whole lot better, but it's better. It's better. It's more aggressive, packs a bigger punch, but it still keeps the melodies. It still keeps the melodies that I love from Very Pouty. It still keeps everything, but it still keeps everything tight. It's not, yeah. it's not sloppy. It's, it's not, they don't go off on these crazy tangents where things seem to like fall apart. It's very, it's very tight, but yeah. My new favorite song off of Shut Your Mouth, which I never even like appreciated until this week, was uh, Today's Lesson. Ooh, yes. Dude, Today's That's Lesson has like one. has this like early suicidal feel to it. 
especially the mm-hmm. but like the beginning parts. Like this is like a thrash punk song. Yes, it's fucking nuts. Yes. It is so good. This also crept into like my top five favorite AFI songs. Wow, that's surprising too. Yeah. Dude, heart stops today's <laughs> lesson. <laughs> could you could you get any more opposite? You Dude, know? I don't know, man. Heart In stops styles? really got me. Heart stops really got me. Clearly, I like don't know why. you, I. I <laughs> You're saying I took all the stupid pills. I think you you stole most of my stupid pills, and you you you've been you've been taking them and not letting me know that you've taken my stupid pills. That's what's been happening. Damn, dude, number two is your shut your mouth. So go wow. ahead, and fucking yeah, go ahead. So my my number two is answer that and stay fashionable. I I this is an absolute perfect record. Jeff Kresge. This is this is why Jeff Kresge is my favorite bass player because of this record it's so it's such a raw sounding record it's so first album vibes to the band and the songwriting is just so fucking there the melodies are there it's everything's fast it does not stop the entire fucking record i love it i will say though my favorite song on this record is a cover it's a circle tense cover uh or circus tense cover and that's open your eyes Hmm. but i mean you have songs like serial wars nyquil uh, I want to get a mohawk. Um, fucking cereal. Did I say cereal wars? Yeah, I did say cereal wars. Brownie, brownie bottom Sunday. So many fucking bangers off this record. But uh, open your eyes and and cereal cereal wars are my two favorites. And you have this on vinyls. I do have this on vinyls. Yes, I have this art of drowning. Show your mouth, and very proud of you. On vinyls. Yes. So answer that. And stay fashionable is my my number two. My second favorite. Perfect record. So I, I know what your stupid number one is, and it's so dumb. It's not dumb in, in any it's way. It's so dumb. Oh, my God. This is always... Yeah, I love I love this record. No, you don't. Black you Sales, think it's their fucking Sales. worse. You, you're... Oh, dude, you're just... Uh, you're so blinded by nostalgia like said, and, 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 like, shiny things is what's happening right now. You're like a, you're like a mouse. Which it's you so are. dumb because... You're a mouse. Because I, have, I probably have almost just as much nostalgia with Black Sails as I do with any one of their records. Like I have some great memories with Black Sails as well. They're, I mean, it, it's fucking amazing. I remember the but first time. The I, I remember the first time that I heard "God Called in Sick" today, and I was at the Hubbard's house. Remember the Hubbards? Yeah, the twins. I, I, mean, yeah. I was I was at the Hubbard's house, and I just kind of started like playing guitar, and they were playing it, and I was like, "Dude, this is really fucking cool!" Like, who is this? And like, oh, it's AFI. Like, oh, I've kind of heard of them, I guess, a little bit, and then. Learning to play blacks or learning to play God called and sick on the on the guitar and like I can still play it today like I still know how to play that it's not a very difficult song but I still know how to play it. and it's just that, that I mean that's all beside that that's nostalgia taking over but that aside yeah. dude this is this has been like my top maybe like my number four five favorite AFI album this jumped the most or dropped the most out of any album I've listened to by AFI. I never thought that this would be my number one. Just never thought it. I didn't think so either. It shouldn't be anybody's number one. But this dude, it's so dark and it's so heavy, but it's also emo. And I'm talking like the OG emo, the real emo, the post hardcore, yeah. hardcore punk emo, not the TPK emos, the tight pants kid emo. <laughs> this is this is like true emo. This is like the true turning point for the band. Yeah, like the art of drowning kind of extrapolated a lot of the the concepts, but this was it. Dude, Black Sails took everything that AFI has done and then pushed it forward. Whether or not I like wow. that direction, which I really don't, 
this is the album that started it. This is the album that really, really took all of the concepts and they matured as a band and grew from it. This is an unbelievable album. This is a perfect album. This is a three out of three. Oh I was God. fucking blown not away. I was blown away by this album. Every song on here. And even just to like pick a favorite song, I, I, I just didn't even want to. Like the opening, Strength Through Wounding. Like, dude. Oh, yeah. That's one of the greatest openers. Talk, t- talk about like Prelude and how fun that one is. Oh, it's way better than this Prelude. This is better. Oh, yeah. So they they still open their shows with that they, with strength through wounding. It's unbelievable. But then you got like periphria. How you say per, per, porphyria? Something porphyria. Yeah. Yeah. Like Malice Maleficarum. Clove folks. Clove smoke. <laughs> catharsis. Yeah. Clove smoke. Catharsis. But it all leads to the same thing. It all leads <clears throat> to the ending. The entire album. Always. It's like a ship at sea. It goes up and down and it goes back <laughs> and forth. It's. It is unfucking believable this album, and it all leads to the same thing, and that's God. God called in sick. Yes, and and to think that's not a banger, if not the best closer to any any album they've ever done, is just it's silly. <laughs> it's silly. Not only is this a banger of a song, but this is the best closer that they've ever done on an album. I uh, probably yeah probably probably. Dude, I was, I don't know, man. I was, Dude, you're number I was one. You're fucking blown away by Black Sails. <laughs> and you're so blown away that I pranked it so low. Because you're stupid. <laughs> because it was stupid. <laughs> what you did it's was stupid. Record, I forgive you it's because you, record, do, you do a lot of stupid things. Like, say Paul's Boutique is the worst hip-hop album you've ever seen. And Nicki Minaj <laughs> the is the greatest hip-hop artist you've ever heard. And Black Sails <laughs> is the worst AFI album. So I get it. You say a lot of stupid things. Uh, but Damn. Like, what were you thinking? So go ahead, say Shut Your Mouth is your best album. We'll get on with it. Yeah, Shut Your Mouth is their best record. Perfect album. Perfect yeah. fucking oh, yeah. album. This was, the, this was after Kresge left, unfortunately. He left the band. Uh, so he's not featured on this one. This is the first one with Hunter Bergen on bass. Last one with Mark Stopolis. Stopolis, whatever his name is. Uh, what's interesting about this one, too, is that he, uh, Mark wrote a lot of the songs on this record. And prior to this... Jeff Kresge and Davey wrote most of the music on a for AFI, but Mark really stepped it up and he wrote up most of the music on this one. It's pretty damn cool, man. It it's super heavy, super aggressive. It's very very raw sounding. It sounds completely different from Very Proud of You. Uh, it's just it's a brutal fucking record. And there's always been that that story where Davey just like really went for it when he sang on this record, and he's he was squeezing his hands so clenching his fists so hard that his hands were bleeding from his fingernails gouging his skin because he was just so intense it was so intense for him so yeah this album is just through and through this this album solidified my love for this fucking band this wasn't the first record i heard from them but this is the one that i got that just absolutely blew me away totally blew me away when i listened uh, to it i mean it's not the way you build but it mind up. you it's like listening, but, but to, mind you, when I got into AFI too, was very early on, so but, they didn't have a lot of stuff out at that point. But listening to "Very Proud of You," listening to "Answer That," and then listening to "Shut Your Mouth," it, it's not you're not listening to like Miles Davis and Grand Funk. They're it's still the same fucking band. Yeah, it's just a little bit of tweaking. Yeah, but listening to "Shut Your Mouth" and then "Black Sails" on the other that's hand, that's a huge departure. That is a huge fucking difference. Yeah. But it's the songwriting. That's it's, it's the, the songwriter, you know. <laughs> like Jade wrote, Jade wrote most of the music on Black Sails, 
Mark wrote most of the music on Shut Your Mouth, and then Kresge wrote most of the stuff on the first two records. So, I mean, that's why those three, I guess you could say, eras of the band are so different because the main songwriters are so different. That's what it was. Very proud of you and answer that are almost, it could have just been like a double album. They are very, very similar. That would have been like a triple album. It should have been a triple album. But Shut Your Mouth is, is, is as far as like those three are concerned, so are the most different, is the most different, was the most different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. The Black Sails my favorite is your song. worst album. Are you fucking serious? No, but but my favorite, my favorite from Shut Your Mouth is a single second, the one with uh, Nick Thirteen from Tiger Army. Dude, the uh, the back and forth, and the well, not even back and forth. It's just mainly the backup vocals mixed with the, just the the harms in it are so good, and it's still a really aggressive song. Dude, the first absolute fucking banger. the first five songs on Shut Your Mouth. From keeping out up until let it be broke, yeah, are completely untouchable. <clears throat> oh yes, absolutely. After that, it gets into like the 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 banger territory. Never really falls off from there. But dude, like th- those those first tracks are just there's no low point. They're untouchable. There's no low point on this record, and they do not stop. Like it's 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 like getting it's like running through walls when you're listening to this record. Does not like and the opening song it starts with him doing the pick slide, but it's the nastiest sounding pick slide I've ever heard it's so recorded. Dirty, like it's it's so dirty, it's so fucking loud, it shouldn't even exist. That sound should not exist. It's so <laughs> nasty sounding, but it's the perfect it's the perfect introduction to this record because that one two three second pick slide sets the stage for what you're gonna hear on this record. Just just gross. I love it. I love this album. Perfect album. But it, I can go on and on about this fucking one. But eventually one day we will do this record um, on the pod. But there you go. That's my uh, that's my uh, my ranking. That, those are our rankings. There you go. Uh, okay, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So I'm right. You're wrong. Okay, we're done with our album rankings. Finally, finally. And Jeff was so wrong with a lot of his. But that's fine. We're not going to argue about it anymore. So let's just get into our album of the week. What are we doing, Jeff? Art of Drowning, AFI. AFI formed in Ukiah, California by Davey Havoc on vocals, Mark Stoffelis on guitar, Vic Chalker on bass, and Adam Carson on drums. 
They currently have 10 full-length albums, 7 EPs, 5 splits, 2 live albums, and have sold several million records worldwide. But the album we're doing today is The Art of Drowning. It's the band's fifth album, and it was released September 19th, 2000. It's 20 years old. This album features Davey Havoc on vocals, Jade Puget, Arpugit on guitar, Hunter Bergen on bass, and Adam Carson on drums. Now, Jeff, what are your initial thoughts on this record? And actually, what's your history with AFI, your origin story, and your initial thoughts on this record, The Art of Drowning? Go! Ooh, origin story. I, I guess Statue of Limitations has probably run its course. So origin story was I <laughs> I I illegally downloaded Very oh, Proud okay. of You. Right? Okay. There you so go. I, I illegally downloaded uh, Very Proud of You. I don't know why. I don't I don't know who at, at whose suggestion because nobody I really kind of got my musical tastes from listen to AFI. I don't think it's, it, it was mostly kind of like acoustic stuff, pop punk, and then like oldies. So I don't know where the fuck I got AFI from. Was it me or was it before you knew me? This is before I, I was like 12, 13. Like I was, it was early. I have no idea. Now that I, now that I really like think about it, I really have no fucking idea because the first AFI album I downloaded was very proud of you. And um, I mean, I loved it. I thought it was amazing, but I didn't listen to more AFI until God called me sick and then sing the sorrow. So there was a big hmm. gap of my AFI listens. And then I went back and listened to the early stuff and, and whatever. But yeah, I don't, I'm like really trying to think the, the wheels are turning, man. The hamster's running the <laughs> wheel. I don't, I don't know. You don't know who would have turned you onto it. That's I weird. No idea. But art Super of drowning, I, I passed over. For a while, and um, I always thought this was like an EP. I always thought this was the EP to All Hollows until I realized All Hollows was the EP. But then I never went back to listen to this one until many, many years later, maybe decades later. That's that's crazy to me. Yeah. Oh man, you just you just never you never listen to me either. When I tell you to listen to a good goddamn fucking, I was like thirteen. A good album. You never listen to me. Even back then, you never listen to me. You still don't listen to me. Fucking not, dude. It, it took it took twenty years in this podcast for you to listen to good music like Metallica or Misfits or Corn or Deftones or anything like that. You know. I mean, half <sighs> of those are true. Yeah, <laughs> M- M- Metallica. I'll give you one because early Metallica is fantastic and Saint Anger is good. Everything else that they've done is is okay. It's fine. You love Deftones, so there you go. Deftones is all bad. You're De- Pumpkinsman too now. We haven't even done no, that yet. I, I've, 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 my toes are in the water right now with the pumpkins. You love Gish. I didn't love, love it. Gish. It was good. I didn't love it though. But Art of Drowning, I, I, I didn't come back to this one until we started doing like the pod and listening to all of AFI and, and then I, everything started coming back. I said, oh, this is this is from Art of Drowning. This song is from Art of Drowning. This one also. So, you know, it was, it was fun. It was cool. I always thought the cover, too. The cover looked like sugar. I always thought it was sugar in the cemetery. What? It looks like sugar. Sh- yeah. Sugar. Okay, I'm, I'm pulling this out right now. Okay. I got my vinyl out. Okay, you got your vinyl. I do have this on vinyl. Oh, like, oh, the snow looks like sugar. Yeah, it looks like sugar. <laughs> I didn't sugar, know what the fuck you were talking about. Because when sugar gets wet, it kind of like goes like that and when snow gets yeah. wet it turns and I, I don't know it looks like sugar 
Okay. Okay. So, I mean, man, that, that's where we'll, I'm at. We'll, we'll talk about the cover a little bit later, a little bit more in depth, because it has some history too. But the artist does at least. So, okay. I mean, there's your there's your origin story for you. Oops. Shit. Okay. Uh, for me, AFI. This was the first record I heard from them. Uh, I got into them right before this one came out. I heard Malleus Maleficarum. That was the first AFI song I ever heard. And my cousin fucking my my cousin turned me on to AFI. He had that on a mix CD for whatever reason. We listened to it in his car. Or no, we, he wasn't even driving it. I don't know. I think it was like on like Christmas or something like that. It was some family get together. We listened to it on the on a stereo, and that was the first AFI song I heard, and I fucking loved it. And uh, and I remember I went to Best Buy to go pick up an AF to go pick up that record, and they didn't have they actually had no AFI at that point at Best Buy. And then I went like maybe a month later again and I saw AFI and the, the only record they had was The Art of Drowning. It had just come out probably like a week before that. So I, this is the first CD I ever got from AFI. And, um, and yeah, I, I just, I fell in love with it. Just the, the first like kind of real song, The Lost Souls, that, just that bass line coming in just hooked me instantly. Then the Nephilim was next and I, just, I was hooked by then. The Nephilim was when I was hooked. I just I couldn't believe the intensity of this record and how fast it was and this is like early on with punk for me. This is like the first fast punk record I heard was The Art of Drowning. So that's my origin story with the band and um with this record. It all goes hand in hand. Dude. This is how I got into AFI. I just now realized because I've been I've been racking my brain trying to figure it out. But I know now yeah. where I got AFI from. Where? What do you so, mean? So what so I I've been going to CAM for fucking many many years as a child and when you when you become a teenager you get to go to the bigger kid camp called camp fox it was on catalina island it was from 13 year olds to 17 year olds mm-hmm. so i was like a 13 year old going to camp Ooh, with 17 year old girls like that's like the coolest shit ever <laughs> but i was 12 i was 12 when i went to camp fox because i had gone to camp for so damn long and there i was my birthday was kind of i was an april birthday so i wasn't 13 until the next year, but Camp Fox is in like June, so I got to go when I was twelve. Mm-hmm. Another guy I went to camp with, his name uh, his name was Ryan, but he he wore an AFI shirt, a tank top AFI shirt, the whole week, <laughs> like the whole fucking week. And so we called him Offy because I didn't know who AFI was at the time, so I called him Offy because when you go to camp, you have silly nicknames for everybody that goes to camp. But he wore the same AFI mm-hmm. shirt the whole week, so I called him Offy. And then the last fucking day, he wore a rancid T-shirt before he went home. And now that I think about it, he probably wore a clean T-shirt when he went home. So his parents didn't think that he wore the same <laughs> shirt all week. And so, and so we called him Offy. And then the rancid was the, was the like the last day, like rancid. That was his name too, like rancid because he smells rancid. Oh my god! But this guy, he wore he wore AFI the entire week. The same fucking shirt. His name was Offy. And so, but what now shirt was it? I, I dude, I don't even fucking remember. But now, like he's in, he's in a band called. They're called. I, I'm looking them up on Facebook too. We're friends on Facebook, but he's in a band called Pressure Cracks. They released a, an album this year too, oh, I yeah. think. And and he he owns he owns like a record label, War Against Records, and and yeah, no this shit. is this is the guy that Pressure got Cracks me into is cool. They're a sick band, dude. This Have you is, listened to them? Yeah, we we talked about them when their new album came out. But that's fine. Oh, okay, we did, yeah, yeah. But okay. yeah, th- yeah, this is the guy. He plays bass in the band. This is the guy that got me into AFI when, like, I was an early teen. Damn, there you go. Figured out. You figured out the mystery. That is nuts. And because specifically after we came back from camp in like June, 
that's when I really got into like the Kazaa scene, and that's when I downloaded it. Very proud of you. <laughs> Very proud of yeah. Ah, oh, shit. There you go. That's it. There baby. you go. That's it. Well, we're not doing Very Proud of You. We're doing The Art of Drowning. We're yeah. doing the better record of the two. That's for sure. So, yeah, The Art of Drowning, a lot of good memories. And uh, and I, I've talked about it before, like, this being my, my, my intro to the band. And then when Sing the Sorrow came out, I remember being so excited because, you know, at that point I had gotten all four of their records or all five of their records at this point. And then Sing the Sorrow just being this wild disappointment just because I wanted more of The Art of Drowning. That sucked. But yeah, no, The Art of Drowning's fucking so an amazing record. Dumb. <laughs> what? Fucking Why am I brain? dumb? Because your fucking brain is on like wavelengths <laughs> of like like mice. Like it's what just, are you it, talking about? It's just stupid. It's, your brain is dumb. You I have love a, you have a dumb brain. Take it I back. I love Sing the Sorrow. Do you have a receipt? No, I don't. I do not. So do we, uh, do we have any stinkers on this record? No, there's no stinkers. No stinkers. Do we have any okay songs? Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got one. No. What I, is it? I got. I got. I got one for sure. Maybe two. Is it six to eight and Morningstar? Uh, six to eight is an okay song. Yes, and the other one is not Morningstar. Ah. Okay. What is it? The wait. The the other okay one. Yeah. So it's it's ever in a day. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I got no stinkers. Got no okays. I got two good songs. And that's six to eight and never in a day. Everything else is a banger. Wait, Everything b- a both banger. of your okay songs are the same okay songs, I think? Well, they're not okay. They're good songs. So they're better than okay. They're good. Okay, well, your rankings only make sense. So you, so you have like you have like stinkers, you have okays, you have good, you have bangers, well, you, got, you have beyond you got, bangers. I have, I have like three. <laughs> I, I, I categorize everything into three and make it simple. Make okay, it clean. okay, fine. Fine, fine, that's fine. Okay. Okay. That's okay. If, if, want, I'm, like, if I'm going like, to gonna, gonna categorize school, it. A's, you have A minuses, you have A minuses, but they <laughs> they were B pluses. But you you pleaded with the teacher, and she gave you an A minus. Like, I'm like, what do you just draw the yeah. line? Get off the fence and draw the line, dude. Come on, you know I'm the king of writing fences. I know. So that's why okay, your favorite so Paramore song if, is Fences. What? Go ahead. My favorite what song? Your favorite Paramore song is Fences. I don't even know that song. Oh, that's a good. That's one. fine. That's fine too. It probably sucks. You do. You do know that song. I guarantee you know the song though. I might. I just don't know the title. So yeah, I guess if I had to say two okay songs would be six to eight and ever in a day. So there okay. you go. Whatever, whatever. So then, what is your uh, what is your biggest banger? Your BB on this one? So, so I because I don't number them. I don't. I also don't oh do like. Gosh. I just I just why don't go you in number? Because I, I just go in like, order. I just go in oh order. Oh my god, so annoying. <laughs> just number them. It's not that hard. But then I don't like the way it looks on my notes. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Nobody sees the notes, but but us. That's but true. You. Well, okay, so let's 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 finish let's, up let's, Phoenix. Let's, let's finish up Phoenix, because okay. you know that's we can we already played it. We can get through it. We can be done with it. Okay, this is my fourth banger, by the way. Okay, the Phoenix. it's fine. It's a good song. It's 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 a banger of a song. It's it's the only single from the album, right? And yeah. and it's but it this is like a knock just. In the context of this album, it, it plays it safe. It plays it a little safe. It doesn't go too fast. Doesn't really, doesn't really go too crazy. And it it really, it heavily leans into the chorus. It really, it really makes the chorus support the song. And the bridge, dude. The bridge here is so mid to or so early two thousands. It is, like, <laughs> but the chord structure <laughs> is is fucking great. There's like three chords it plays, and they're not even 
like, hey, just play these three chords. Let's build a song around it. Like, no. Like, clearly, the song was built, and then they played the chords around that one. But it's fine. It's a banger of a song, and I love it. Maybe nostalgia's kicking in too much, but it's a very safe song. It is. I can see that. It, it very much rolls along. It doesn't have, like, too many highs. It doesn't have any lows. It just, it's just there. It's really solid, though. It's a great one. And they, they did make a music video for this one, and it, and it was actually played on K-Rock. I used to hear it on K-Rock all the time when it, when it was out. You hear the so music video on K-Rock? No, I said it was played on K-Rock. Not the video, just the song was played on oh, K-Rock. okay. Yeah. So I, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. You're trying to make fun of me, but it's not working. Well, you didn't really it's not, it's not give working. time in between your sentences, so it sounded like you saw the music well, video on K-Rock. I, I gave enough time. I okay. gave enough time. There was a period, and then I continued. <laughs> but that's fine. You, you, time, time is hard for you sometimes, I, right? I, I just got the giggles, man. I'm, just, I'm, I'm I, all I about tell. it right now. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> But no, Days of the Phoenix, is it's an absolute fucking banger. I love this song. <laughs> it's good. It's a fourth banger. It's the fourth banger. Let me... I mean, uh, we... Let's... What? Okay, so do you think there's a nitro sound? To, no, 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 no. Okay, no. I'm, I'm going to try and convince no. you that there is, a, there's, there is a kind of subtle nitro sound. So for every band that released anything off of nitro records, there is a nitro sound. And I thought it was an offspring sound. Mm-hmm. But I, I've come to kind of accept that it is a nitro sound. And I think okay. there's a little, there's a subtle nitro sound. And there, there are a few examples on this album that, that give credence to that nitro sound. And we talked Let about me- it too briefly when we did the Vandals, Poop, Diarrhea. There's a nitro sound. <laughs> I don't know why I is called it, it Poop, Diarrhea. I don't know why either because you know the title. So I don't know why you said Poop, <laughs> Diarrhea. <laughs> um is it is it the backup vocals and the gang vocals? If anything, that's that's the only thing I can think of. A little bit. Okay. A little bit. So what what is your theory then? Oh, do you want to do you want to are we just are we jumping into that now or do you want to? I mean, do we do we want to talk about the lyrics in Days of the Phoenix? Because we could touch upon those and then get into your theory. Like you're you're jumping all around. You're I the know, one jumping. I know. Reel me in, baby. Reel me in. Okay. Well, so oh, okay. Let, let let's finish up with the lyrics and then we'll get into your nitro sound. Sound good? Sounds good. Okay, so lyrically, Days of the Phoenix, from kind of what I got and from what other people were saying, this is just like an homage to to them playing at the Phoenix Theater in Oakland. And this like the olden days is the nostalgia-driven. It's all nostalgia of them being teenagers and playing playing at the venue and, and seeing bands at the venue and I thought that was kind of cool. It was it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's 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 it kind of humanized Davey Havoc because like, dude, from the beginning to like now, Davey Havoc is is he he paints his this picture of himself, and he kind of puts himself on this pedestal where he's like he's above everything, right? Like he's so yeah. s- kind of snobby and and like in this rock star upper echelon of of, of mus- musical society. Yeah, and to have a chorus where he says like, "I fell into yesterday. Our dreams seem not too far away, or not far away." Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. Like it really brings him down to like the the common folk. It does, especially when he he tries so hard to to hate everything he's done prior. <laughs> yeah. Like he he goes out of his way to just hate on everything he's done ever. You know, he just he hates himself. He hates his career. It's weird. I've never seen a band or an artist hate his career as much as Davey Havoc does. But it's, it, but it's got to be like a a calculated thing. It has to be. 
No, I don't think so. I don't know. I, I, I feel like he's just, oh, I hate that part of my life so much. Because naturally, in, in the world of, of online, when somebody says they hate something so much, the first thing you do is Google that part. <laughs> That's and, true, yeah. And so people saying, like, why does he hate this so much? And they go back and they, holy fuck, this was good. I mean, he hates his past so much, he blacked out all of his tattoos on his arms. Oh, God, that's, that's how a, much he that's hates dedication to the long con. <laughs> no, he's not long conny. No, no, he's no, he's no Fred Durst. He's no possible Dexter Holland. No, he is not. <laughs> he is not long conny. <laughs> it is not happening. He just he hates everything about his past. It's okay. it's weird. It's weird. Never known a man like this. Okay, so we we good with uh, with this one with uh, days of Fe- days of the phoenix. Days of the phoenix. Yeah, we're good with days of the phoenix. Okay, so so uh, let's uh, let, let's get into your nitro theory here. Okay, what do you got? okay, 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 okay. So, I, I, I mean, if anyone's unaware, uh, this was released under Nitro. Correct. The the record label of Dexter Holland of Offspring fame, and so right. I I feel like a lot of bands that release albums under Nitro, they have kind of subtle hints of a certain sound. So let's specifically let's talk about the song Wester. Okay. And and I dude, it's like this is so subtle and this is so minuscule. Maybe I'm splitting hairs here, I don't know. But I swear that the build up from the verse to the chorus reminds me of not only the offsprings it'll be a long time from Smash, but then I also mm. realize it reminds me of the Vandals and and now we dance. And it's 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 these small it's these small don't say uh when you do, uh when you haven't even, uh when you haven't even compared uh when you haven't even compared the three uh you haven't even compared the three and you're already discounting the theory. That's true. I know you're right, you're right. Should we play should we play some of Wester? Yes. Okay. I'm I'm Specific, just gonna, I'm specifically just... List, try and but try and pick out like the verse of the chorus. Try and pick out that specific sound of "It'll be a long time for the offspring." And now we dance from the Vandals. And now we dance, now we dance. like like that part. Just, just listen. Just listen. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here's here's Wester from uh, the AFIs. Yeah, there's some there's some Wester right there. Before you even the jump in, before you even get crazy, it's the buildup. It's it's the five second buildup that starts like in the Offsprings, for instance, when it's like the buildup. When will the world listen to reason? That part, it's the buildup. <laughs> and I know it's super subtle, and it's like, dude, it's like who? Like, there's probably billions of bands that have done this, but it, it seems to be a recurring theme with 
nitro bands that have this kind of sound. And it's not unheard of. It's not unheard of to think that that a record label kind of has a similar sound to it as far as band releases go, especially yeah. in a period of time where like, I'm talking about albums that were released within like eight years of each other. If that five years of each other still, I, I don't, I don't hear it. I honestly don't hear it. Dude, you got to It's because I, your ears I, have been what, fucking what run over and your stupid pills <laughs> have been taken. But what part of, and now we dance. Are you, are you referring to Right before he says into space, somebody, that whole thing. I still I don't hear it, man. I I don't hear it. Dude, you gotta you gotta you gotta listen closely, man. Do it. So so when I normally do our, our albums of the week, I listen with a keen ear, not like a stupid ear like you do. So when you listen to it with a keen ear, you might pick up on these little nuances, and like I think that's a, I think that's where you I think. Right now. If there's any nitro sound, it's the it's it's the way they do the background vocals. That's it. But that's another thing too. That's just another layer. There's there's on a couple of the songs here, the gang vocals are strong. Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. But sh- do we want to talk about Western more? Because I think this is this is my my six banger on the record. This is. I mean, this is. I think this is one of my more topper bangers. Oh yeah, totally. It is. I I, I love this. I think song. the chorus is. It's so catchy. Tonight. In the oh, dude, the way he he says tonight and like that pause and then it goes back into the singing. Oh, it's so good, and the background vocals like we just heard, the thrash guitar playing like that leading into the to the verse. Dude, see that's it's a beautiful song. Like like for me, this song is 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 a is a beyond banger for me. This might be like my top three of this of this album, but this is this is like a beyond banger for me because of the music. Like you could take out his vocals entirely, and and it would still do fine. It would still yeah. be fantastic. And there's a lot of there's a like even though I think there's a nitro sound, there's a lot of really subtle buildups to where you can hear the transition between verse and chorus and bridge and things like that. But I don't know. There's like a really small crescendo into these things. A lot of time. Yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of thought put into it. There is, there is, but I still don't attribute that to a nitro sound. You will, you will. Once you hear more, no, nitro, because because the nitro, you probably haven't no, heard because, Smash in a while. That's because if you're you gonna, oh well, no, I have, I haven't heard Smash in a long time. But I, but to have like a sound, like a nitro sound, it would have to be across all of the songs. You know, like like Fat Wreck, Fat Records has a very specific. Their bands have a very specific sound, but that's more due to the production style. Fueled by Ramen bands have tend to have more of the same style you know but nitro there's no i don't i don't hear it man like the comparing the vandals and this record or even black sales it just it doesn't it doesn't add up like it there's no underlying sound or tone to those records so for one it does add up and it doesn't and a lot of the bands (laughs) signed to nitro when it does add up (laughs) like that doesn't make any sense you say it doesn't add up uh for one it does add up Uh, a lot of these bands were playing the same type of fast-paced music at this time and nitro has never been fat records they have never signed that many bands at one time at best in the late 90s early 2000s nitro maybe had what 10 15 bands on their label yeah, and and the biggest bands they've ever had were the Vandals, AFI, and the Offspring. 
True. That's very true. So when I see I can't like name any other nitro bands. I mean Guttermouth was on Nitro for Oh yeah, very briefly, yeah. very briefly, yeah. But um yeah, so I, I, I think yes, it does add up because when I say like the nitro sound, I'm specifically topping it talk, topping 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 talking topping. about a specific time period of the vandals, of AFI, of offspring. And that sound is is similar. Now, is that okay. nitro sound or is that just like the SoCal punk scene in general? I don't know. It, it's more the SoCal punk scene, if anything. It's not a nitro sound. But then you compare it's it to Epi- but you compare it to like Epitaph. You compare it to like like Fat Records. A lot of those bands didn't sound like that. Oh, that's true. That's true. There's, I don't know. There, there's like a darker tinge to it, and that's why the vinyls are, are kind of. That's why the vinyls are kind of unique in the punk scene, is because AFI and the Offspring kind of had a very especially AFI, but Offspring also had a darker tinge to their earlier punk sounds. Yeah, Whereas that's the true. Vandal, the Vandals never... The Vandals. Dis- the, dude, I'm all over the place. Is that 14%? I'm telling you. It's that 14%. <laughs> the Vandals never had an overly dark tinge to their, to their style, but their they music never. definitely did. And they hit it well with witty lyrics. But the Vandals, the Vandals music definitely had a darker tinge to it like AFI does. AFI just embraced it. Mm. Uh, maybe. You're, 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 maybe, maybe, maybe. I have no words. I have no just words. Saying, I, I, I'm just saying. Just call them the correlation is very do. minimal. It's very minimal. It's there, baby. It's there. Uh, a little bit. Follow little the bit. breadcrumbs. Yeah. Yeah. You'll end up well, back with to Western. Back to Wester. Do we have anything else to say about this one? <laughs> lyrically, no. what, do, what do you got lyrically? I feel like no, all of these songs it. lyrically. Just no. I, I, <laughs> these are stupid. These are so dumb. These are so like. Uh, really? You think so? Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think maybe like minus like two or three songs. These are just time pieces of, of the early 2000s lyric wise. I guess they're, they're very. They're, he, talks about depression quite a bit on this record especially the last two songs the last two songs they they go hand oh, in hand the despair factor the despair factor <laughs> just i mean come on man it's about just like deep depression no i and then get morning it. star like, and then I, morning star is straight up him about to commit suicide i i understand it i just don't think that in like 25 years people will be talking about like oh man they were like the art of drowning how deep those lyrics were that's what well, is 20 years that is true it has been 20 we years just, already we just and nobody's still talking years. about it ah <sighs> boy oh boy you know they could have done some, i mean they, they did do some stuff like they released some merch for the 20th anniversary on this like shirts a mask um a mask. and some other stuff yeah and some other stuff but they didn't reissue the vinyl like they they could have really done something cool with like a cool variant or something, but nothing, but nothing. Yeah, I I don't I don't get it. I just I don't understand it at all. Is that Why is the that fuck would they do that? Is that stemming from like stupidity or is that stemming from Davey still not wanting to embrace the early A five sound? I think it's I think it's more that or really the whole band. Like I heard um Hunter Hunter Bergen the bass player he did a he was on a podcast this week. I don't even remember the name of the podcast, but dude, the guy who hosts this podcast is the, f- he's so bad. He's oh so bad. He asks like the most generic questions and he sets it up like, dude, it, there's no flow, no flow to these conversations. Not saying that we're the greatest. I mean, well, we are the greatest, but <laughs> I, I take that back. But this, this guy is the worst, but he has so many great guests 
and I don't get it. I don't think he's in any band. I don't know how he gets these guests. I just don't get it. I don't even remember the name of the podcast. Uh, it was just, it was so bad. But Hunter, like one, one of the things he does on the podcast is that he asks the band member to go through the, the band's entire discography and tell little stories or, or, and then give it like a favorite song from each album. So he had Hunter do that from answer that all the way through blood. And I obviously he prefaced it by saying, you know, obviously you didn't play on the first two records, but do you know like any stories about it? Hunter's like, no, I don't know anything. Ugh. And it wasn't until like he got to sing the sorrow to where he's like, he opened up and was telling little stories or anything like that. Like he barely had anything to say about anything. But, uh, my point was on the art of drowning. I forgot what my point was. That's pretty Fuck. cool. Yeah. Oh my God. What was my we're, fucking we're, point? We were just talking about how boring like it was that hey, if I <sighs> didn't re-release any kind of reissue of this oh, yeah, vinyl that's, because they're boring. And that's what I was talking about. Like how how he he was saying that he has no recollection of how really any of these records were made. And the, you, the, the, this is the point I was making. Yeah, this is the point I was making. What like are you talking about. And he was saying that that he doesn't like his. The guy was asking, him, "Oh, what's your favorite? What if you could pick a favorite from this?" from any of these albums, what would be your favorite? And Hunter was like, I don't really remember the songs like on shut your That's mouth. He's fucking like fucking bullshit. Yeah. And he's he, on shut your mouth. He was like, yeah, I don't really remember what songs are on this one. So he's like, oh, Hunter's like, hold on one second. So he had to like bring up like, I guess the Wikipedia page or the, or the Spotify or whatever with the track listing to see which one he's like, I don't really remember this song. And then he was talking about how, um, the song catch a hot one on the art of drowning how he said he hadn't heard that song since they recorded it. He's such a liar. He said they've Fuck well they've him. never played they've never played Catch a Hot One live. And he said I didn't remember this song until like the quarantine stuff started happening because he was doing this thing where he was he was digging up like, you know, kind of forgotten AFI songs and doing like a bass playthrough and he did he did do Catch a Hot One and he said prior to that quarantine video he he hadn't heard that song since the since they recorded it. Like he forgot how to play it. He had to listen to it several times to remember how to play it to do the bass playthrough mm -hmm. so yeah i just i thought that was interesting how he was saying him and the rest of the guys in the band most of these songs they don't even remember this, they don't even remember them i don't know i i feel like that's either one of two things one he's so full of shit and he's trying <laughs> to keep up this image or the other two or, or the other one is he's so disillusioned from from his start as a musician yeah. To where he legit thinks that he is now like fucking Guns and Roses, and and he doesn't have to acknowledge <laughs> like his early stuff. Either way, that's such a fucking douchebag comment. Yeah, I don't know. I, it it's really bizarre. And he also made a statement. He also said that it wasn't until like the last few years that the band as a whole decided to actually play deeper cuts or play stuff from their older music meaning the first five albums deeper cuts like, like the stuff that, that made his fans yeah, fans yeah exactly like their their hardcore fan base like he they they only decided recently to play stuff off of the first five records really that's what he was saying dude just like uh, imagine the tour they could sell out if after this 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 thing is over this covid19 coronavirus shit is over imagine the tour they could sell out mm -hmm. if they played X amount of shows only playing their first five albums. I know, right? Fuck, dude, mean, their first like, I mean, I three, would go to two, it for one sure. album. They, imagine, dude. Like, come dude, on, dude. If they did, if if they did a tour playing "The Art of Drowning" in its entirety, I would be there, like in a heartbeat. 
If they did black sales, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. But it's true, though. Like, if they played any of their five albums in their entirety, I would be there in a heartbeat. For sure. Oh, man, dude. Irritating. It's so weird how they, their, their distaste for their old music, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. It would make sense if it was so just not good music. Like they, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they just made bad music. That's fine. But it's really good. <laughs> but it's like objectively it's really good. good. It's good punk music. It's good like thrash music at times. It's just good music. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. So I I, I do want to play my number one banger to get, or catch a hot one. That's my favorite one. That's the first song that stood out to me like really really stood out to me when i first heard this record like that bass solo huh dude it's so good <laughs> it's not even a solo it's just like him hitting the same note but just really fucking fast that's a mark hoppus bass solo right there oh dude it's so good i don't know why you don't like this song <laughs> i don't know why you don't so here's a here's catch a hot one the best song on the record go catch a hot one the best song on the record so why don't you like this one uh multiple reasons no i'm just kidding i like this song (laughs) that's a good song is this one of your bbs um banger beyond banger this is definitely top five maybe top three this was uh this was good this this is like (laughs) this is getting back to like their punk sound and and again like the bass solo as Mark Hoppus would would say, it's <laughs> it was cool because you don't hear that a lot. You don't hear just everybody stop and let the bass just just kind of riff a little bit. Yep, it's fun. That's oh, so like, good. Who doesn't love that kind of fucking sound? But also, like, what's really cool about this song is the chorus. The chorus is so dumb. The chorus is mm-hmm. so stupid, and it's not even catchy. It's just it's kind of a shitty chorus, but <laughs> in its shittiness. It's kind of the fun, like it's 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 not it's, shitty though. It's fun in its stupidity. It's not catchy until the last until the very very last line. 
And so everybody stops, and it's just the gang vocals singing. That's the only part that's actually like really, really catchy. The true magic (laughs) in this song is in the verses. Whereas in in the chorus, like verses always kind of lead up to the chorus, and the chorus kind of gives you that relief. This is like the opposite. It's like the the verses are so fantastic, and the chorus kind of just bridges the next verse. I think you're wrong on that. No, I'm not wrong. You just you you're you're blinded by the shitty chorus of this. It's not a shitty chorus. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the the lack it's of not, the lack the, of oh a catchy God, melody dude. in the chorus. What do you mean? What it's am I so talking catchy. about? It's so catchy. It's so the only catchy. part that's catchy is the very last. What have you ever turned to? The last seven words. <laughs> but that's not the only time they say it. They that's part of the melody. That's part of the, the no. hook. No, 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 no. The chorus oh, is crazy. the chorus is the is. If there was a weak part of this song, the chorus is the weak part of the song. No. And the no, chorus no, no. leads to the next verse. No, 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 no. The verses, what about the, the verses are what, what make the song. What about the breakdown? The now show me, now show me how to shine. That, so no, that's cool. That, the, see, that part, so that part is also cool because that, that has like a gradual buildup and it leads to the last chorus. And the last chorus is a little bit better than the other ones. Oh, my God. A little bit better oh than the other ones. Oh, my God. Oh my god! Just cause him to seize him, kid. That's all I can do. What do you nah, want me to do? You're wrong. You're wrong. I can cause him as I seize him, or I can cause him as you seize him with like a run over ear by trucks and <laughs> everything else. But you know. what I love too about this song is the when it went the the bass part the when it when it ends and then the da na where he just he just hits the the cymbals. Oh, dude, it's so good. And then it just gets right back into the chorus. I love it. <laughs> love it. Ah, man, what a what a fucking banger, dude! I, I, and honestly, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about in the song. I could not figure out the lyrics. No idea. I don't know if you have any ideas or any interpretations, but I could not figure it out. Um, that's okay. No, I'm I'm really gonna be honest. I really did not give a shit about any of these lyrics. <laughs> that's weird because yeah. people like love this band for the lyrics. I know, I, dude. I've never. I don't know, man. AFI has just been like this weird band where I just don't fucking care at all about the lyrics. And well, I, I think I think he's just I, I think he uses his voice as an instrument and which which vocalists should be doing. And yeah. uh, he, dude, he's changed so much over the course of AFI's tenure that he has so many different styles of singing. He does. It's really cool. He has like, what, five? Right? He has like the clean, just normal, plain old people vocals that he does. Yeah. He's, he's got like the really whiny. The really whiny. Like those type of vocals. <laughs> he has like the hardcore, like, like those ones. Yeah. Then he has the whiny vocals. He has the hardcore punk one. Oh, yeah. Then he's got the hardcore punk ones. Yeah. But then he has the whiny vocals where they're not whiny, but they're just higher pitched. Yeah. Right? And he has the really low ones, the really low vocal oh, that he does. Okay. So you got like, dude, he no, has no, like... No, but, but, like but the like the lower clean, not, not, the, not the scream, but the lower clean that he has, which is like kind of like the, the Broadway musical eccentric ones, which I don't really like, but... He he has a lot he has a lot going on with his voice. I love like it. Like he didn't heart stops. Like there was a lot of different vocals and heart stops, but that's fine. Yeah, that's true. There he there does. is, right? Yeah. No, you're right. You're Dude, right. he you're just right. like he he his ability to use his vocals as an instrument rather than just as like a 
a front man, I, th- I think, is, is his best quality. Yeah, it's true. So I don't know. Maybe maybe the lyrics are there. I don't know. I I read through them like once. Just if couldn't that. do it, huh? I just I don't know. They're just they're whatever's. They're very reminiscent of that time period, and I I thought they were fine. Okay. All right. All right. So what's a what's another banger for you then? Uh, Nephilim. Is yeah. The Nephilim. Nephilim. The Nephilim. Nephilim. I think Dude, it's Nephilim. They they do the stop and bounce. I I, I wrote that in my notes. It's like they're. Their signature timepiece, the stop and bounce. Yeah, they they do it so it. well. Remember in Shut Your Mouth, the uh, Let It Be Broke, like the stop and bounce. Yeah, like dude, they they kill it. They, they can, do, man. They destroy that sound. That is their fucking sound. It is unbelievable <laughs> how good they can do it. They and, do it so well. And and just kind of like continuing the sound from the Lost Souls, from the mm-hmm. previous song, like that high lead slash solo over a low beat. Yeah, it's money. That is money. It is. It is, man. Man, I'm, I'm I'm enjoying that you like this record so much. It's great. This was always like a and middle of the road record for me too for AFI. It's it's a forgotten record too. I feel you know it yeah, gets overshadowed so word. much. It gets overshadowed by their early stuff. It gets overshadowed by Sing the Sorrow, which was like this era and mm, December Black Underground. Sales, but that's fine. I mean, honestly though, it, I guess Black Sales overshadows it as well. By the masses, you know, by AFI fans, it, it does. I'll give you that one, I'll dude. I feel one. like "God Called Them Sick" the was the one. most popular AFI song of our high school career. No, dude, get the fuck out of here. It was not the most popular. What song was more popular than that? Um, I would, exactly. I would say, I no, I would say, <laughs> I would say, "Days of the Phoenix" or or the Leaving Song Part Two. Oh, you're, dude, you're you're on crack. It's true. Did you start taking crack in or high maybe school? Maybe even Silver or and Cold. Silver school. and Cold would. Would have been more popular. Okay, now you just I mean, silly. I not, not no. God called in sick today was like the most popular song of our. It was not AFI song of our high school. No, you, it, it wasn't. And you're also. I mean, you weren't really into AFI in high school anyway. Exactly. So what better? What better person to gauge like a most no. popular song by no. a band they never listened to? No. Huh? No, because I remember. I remember being so pissed off in high school because I I loved AFI so much in middle school and high school. I loved this band so much. And I would show people, you know, their music from Art of Drowning and the earlier stuff. People were like, oh, it's stupid. It's whatever. It's okay. And then Sing the Sorrow comes out. And all those fucking people that, that hated on me for like an AFI loved AFI all of a sudden. And it made me so mad. Oh, I was so fucking dude, mad. You're, you're probably still mad I'm about still it. I'm still fucking mad. I am still see? fucking mad about you it. You are. See, like you're, dude, come on. Ah, come on. Annoying. So fucking annoying. Oh, it makes me you're like, so dumb. You're like all the all the MCR fans that pretended like their band was cool until Black Parade came out. And be like, I've been an MCR fan since they were punk, but they were never really punk. Well, the big difference there is AFI is actually good and MCR <laughs> is not that good. So That's true. There's a big difference there. It's a bad comparison. So I, let's, I'm going to play a little bit of the Nephilim. So here it is from AFI.
There you go. The Nephilim from AFI. Woo. What a banger, dude. This is my third banger on this record. For sure, Ooh. third banger. Man, just that opener with that bass line and the big drums that, like, it reminds me of you. Like, you like to play the drums like that. Like, just that swinging sound where you're just hitting the crash. I don't know. It's so good. I'm a simple that, man with simple beats. That's <laughs> all I can do. And that guitar <laughs> swell that comes in, too. Oh, man. What a banger. Ah, what, a, what a good opener. Good opening three songs right here, man. Yeah. Even though the initiation, the first song, is it's a 30-second instrumental. It's an intro. Yeah. It's an intro. But, man, the Nephilim kicks it in so hard. Great sequencing on this record, too, don't you think? Like, just the ups and downs of the slows and the fasts. Oh, my God. That's what? why I, that's why I love slash hate ever in a day. It's because, like, dude, his vocals, you can't. You can't help but giggle. Why? Like, come on. They're so dumb. <laughs> like, they're so stupid. But that drum fill to bring in the music, and again, mm-hmm. like, I'm a simple man with simple fills, man. Like, that's, I love that shit. And then here, like, Davey's kind of showing us a direction they'll lean heavily into in later releases. And then his voice gets into this so high, and, like, the chorus really plays it up, and, like, it's good. And the bass line under the OOs. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude. It's good. So, like, Ever in a Day is, is an okay for me, but it, it could also be a banger. But because of the goofiness at the beginning, it's just, it's an okay. So weird. So weird. Dude, it's so goofy. It is. No, I, I, I understand. It's I totally so understand. goofy. Yeah, I totally understand. Do we want to talk about the lyrics in the Nephilim at all? Or no? You could with that. If you want to, yeah, we can. I mean, it's it's very much religious, religion based. You know, it's about fallen angels. That's what Nephilim is. It's fallen angels or giants, depending on your interpretation in the Bible. But it's just talking about the evilness growing in the shadows and just how one day it's going to kind of reveal itself and to everyone. And I feel like it's kind of him. It's him also. It's him referencing like the evilness in the world and how we're all just kind of falling into the into that, and it's just going to eat us all away and destroy. Except our, him. Except him, yeah, because he, he thinks understand. he's he's yeah. Like the, the 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 line specifically, "I remain in shadows, growing wings." Mm-hmm. Like he's going to rise above it all at some point, while everybody else perishes. Yeah, like, he, like even at this point, he's already fucking pompous and, and cocky. <laughs> but that's cool. <laughs> oh gosh, that's great. Um, let's see here. What else? I I do want to touch upon. This is the first album where they they've dabbled with electronics, and that's in the Despair Factor, with that opening drum machine and drum programming. That was all done by Hunter. That was him. That's what he contributed to it. I thought that was kind of cool. It was a nice. It was it was a cool little thing, and it really like kickstarts that song pretty hard. I love. But it. it also it also plants the seed, right? Yeah. Like it 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 begins. It begins like a new era of AFI mm-hmm. in a very, very small amount. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's a cool fucking intro. It is. Like it's unique to the sound. It's not overplayed in the song. It's just like an appetizer. Especially with the, the snare the snare uh electronic drum, that's so good. That do got 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 it just it gets me so pumped every time. I love this it. song this song all okay, so a couple of things in this song too. The chorus here reminded me of Silver and Gold. No. 
and the guitar bridge reminded me of Black Sails. Um, maybe the Black Sails. And stuff, I think, but. I think that's cool. I, I I like that they still. I like again, like the AFI is a, one of the few bands where you can hear the progression from album to album to album, and I like that you can hear that progression. But I also like that they can kind of pay respect to like themselves in various forms. And I, dude, I swear, like Silver and Cold, this chorus reminds me of that. I don't, I don't, I don't see the Silver and Cold. I, I don't, man. I, you're, you're, you're. I think you're, you're just trying to pick up things, but I don't, I don't, fuck. I don't know. I don't think it's right. I think I'm picking up what Davey was laying down. <laughs> I actually texted him before this too, and, and just confirmed all my notes. Oh, and yeah, yeah, he okay. was like, "Yep." You wanted to double check like the rankings too, and. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. I, I he thinks you're an know. idiot because he already knew that Black Seals is not going to be number one. So he already knew that you're fucking ears run over by a truck again. And he agreed with your Crash Love being their worst. Yeah, he was like, I don't even yeah. like that one. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that's what he He's said. Not my fave. Uh, so I also in Despair Factor the um the that stop, uh the where he says my whole life is a dark room one big dark room. So, so cool. It's so emo. It's the emoist of emo. But if you didn't know. I do like it though. I do like it. Though. I do too. I do too. But originally they wanted, that's actually a line from Beetlejuice. Winona Ryder's character says it in, in the movie. And they actually wanted to have that, that actually, that part from the movie in the song, but they couldn't get the rights to it. They refused oh. to give up the rights. So instead they just had Davey say it. But they they wanted, they wanted the Beetlejuice part. So, that's but I love that kind part. of like, better for posterity reasons because dude I like I, there's no better way to date yourself as a punk man than to put a movie quote in there right yeah like they do on answer that <laughs> there's so much yeah. shit on that album. yeah but also like bleeding through didn't bleeding through you that a fuck ton yeah they did it like, there was a firefight and yeah. like so many bands did that shit in the early 2000s that's such a way to like date yourself yeah hopefully in 30 40 50 years from now when people are looking back on the art of drowning and, and I don't know. I, I, longevity wise, I think that was a good decision. I think so too. I, it ended up as well. It ended up better than, I guess, what they wanted. It sounds so much better with with uh, with Davy on it. You know, I I wasn't originally going to play Despair Factor, but just you got to hear that opening too. It's it's so good. I I, I love it. That snare too. So here's uh here's the Despair Factor. Dark 
room. Do you know what's really cool about the uh, going back into the music is that snare hit? Oh, it's so good. How do you not think that doesn't sound like Silver and Cold? You're saying, you're you know, into me. You know, oh, my I mean, hearing it again at, with that thought in mind, it, I can see where you're going with that. I kind of agree. Okay. All right. Kind of agree with you on that one. You got me for once. You got me. <laughs> Dude, Davey Dude, Havoc's a, like emo, emo, just normal talking voice is unmatched. <laughs> like nobody else can just talk emo like he can, right? <laughs> One big dark room. <laughs> just wow. the way he says every fucking word, <laughs> every letter, every vowel. Yeah. yeah. Well, this part too, when he's like doing that whispering part, it's so weird. You know what I'm talking about? And, oh, and this is this is God called in sick right here. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, totally. This is called God called in sick with the whispering. Dude, it's so good. I love it. That is really fucking good. Dude, how is AFI so good? How are they so good? Yes, oh how were they so good? Yeah. Well, they're still good sometimes. <laughs> so I, I do want to talk about a few more songs, but we, we've been going on and on. So I guess, unless you, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about anything else? What about the, the like cover art, right? You, you, the sugar cover art. Yeah. No, I mean, I do, want to, I do want to talk about that, but I wanted to wrap up the songs. Oh, okay. Before we gotcha. got into the album, so I mean, do you want do you want to talk about anything else? Okay, so I guess specific to the to the vinyls. So I don't know if your vinyls probably the same thing, but so mm-hmm. it includes "Dream of Waking," right? It does, but it doesn't include "Battled." Yes, correct. Now, what the fuck is that about? I don't know. I don't know. They should have like you give weird. us one, but take one away. Like, how is that fair? I would would you say Dream of Waking is better than Battled though? I'm not sure if I which one I like better. Because they're both really it, good. It it's tough because Battled is a, like a secret song and those are always fun. Yeah. And it's like, really, those really are great. short. And and Dream of Waking is is cool. Like Dream of Waking had a good snare sound, and I don't I don't say this a lot to I don't say this a lot anyway, but I feel like the snare sound in Dream of Waking sounded really cool. It has a good ring to it. Mm-hmm. And that one has like this kind of cool breakdown. It's heavy. It's bouncy. It's got like solid back and forth vocals. But to say it's better than Battled, mm-hmm. I don't know. Because Morningstar is so fucking good. Well, they're very different too because Battled's just a fast song. It's like a minute and a half song. Yeah, super short, super fast. I, yeah, I don't know why they didn't put it out at the end of Side B. And what's what's even weirder about it is that like when I got the record... I was listening to it and I expected Days of the Phoenix to come on. Like that's what I've always known to come on after the story after story of story after three story of three. Like I I always know that, but then Dream of Waking came on. I didn't even notice. Like I didn't even notice it was on the record until it played, and I was just, what a nice surprise! It was so nice and so unexpected, because I've always loved the song. I've always known about the song, but I never realized it was a B side from this. I I've always thought that it was a B side from Sing the Sorrow. Because it sounds like it could be on that album, not The Art of Drowning at all. Cause yeah, it's I like, can see that. It's way too poppy for The Art of Drowning. Way too poppy. 
but it's such a banger of a song. They have so many fucking B-sides. It's insane. But I, th- I think it's a great song. Dream Awakens underrated for sure. But so is Battled. Battled is too. What about Morningstar? You, do, you, do you like Morningstar? I Morningstar do. is like top three for me too. Really? Is it a top three? Uh, not like AFI, just on this but album. But on this album? Really? I don't know. It, yeah. No, it's okay, I, so it's good. A couple things. Um, one, his singing reminds me of Elliot Smith. He sounds like Elliot Smith, like the way he sings, like his 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 delivery. It's mm-hmm. very reminiscent of like emo Elliot Smith and like that emo, the TPK emo. TPK emo. But like, dude, AFI knows how to do closers. They like, do. They they, do. they know what's up. Or they they, they know what they're they doing. Do. Yeah, they did. They did. That's true. But but I'm also like pretty glad that the band came in because as much as I love acoustic stuff, as much as I love just singing and guitar Davy's have Davy Havoc's voice is what really sets AFI apart from like every other band because they've done mm-hmm. so many different genres it's his voice that really like shines through and without coming in with the full band to allow him to really open up his vocal range they would have been doing themselves a disservice and so as much as I love just straightforward acoustic vocal deliveries i'm so happy they came with the band and it was so short the band barely the band came in at like the last 20 percent of the song if that and then it was over it was done mm-hmm. yeah that's true it's a cool closer but it's not something i i continue continually listen to i don't put it on playlists you know this should be your this should be your closer to ah oh, fuck see i don't know because black because god called in sick should be a it's a better closer this should be an opener to an AFI playlist, and God Called in Sick should be the closer to an AFI playlist. No, because you, for an opener, you would do Strength Through Wounding, or you would do Prelude. Ah, oh, that's true. Strength Through Wounding. So God Morningstar damn. just falls falls to the wayside. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The way she goes. The way she goes, boys. <sighs> it's so good, though. It is good. Do you want me to play it? What do you want me to do? Yeah, play a little bit. Okay, I'll play a little bit. I'll, here we go. Here, here's, uh, here's Morningstar from the AFIs. Definitely not as good as God called in sick today. Still a banger though. Well, it's 
It's leading up to the good part. No, oh, I know. Okay, I know. You, you, like, you, the, know, you like the viola too? Yes. <laughs> There's high production value in this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, I mean, there you go. There's Morning Star. Um, the uh, one, uh, actually, I didn't even bring up my second banger, Sacrifice Theory. I mean mm. that that song was a, one of the most aggressive songs on the record. That one's okay. a, that one's a true punch in the face. I I love that song too. I I'm, I don't I don't know. Do you want to play any more songs? No, we can. I mean, I mean, Sacrifice Theory is cool. I this one also specifically. I like how he can say essentially anything. Yeah, and it doesn't have to rhyme. But just because you have the backing vocals yelling, it it turns into good stuff. Oh, it does. Uh, you know what? Fuck. It. I'm gonna play. It. I I love this song. I, <laughs> just I don't say even whatever care. the fuck you want. Okay. Oh, God, here we go. Rhyme. Here's sacrifice. There here we go. There's a bit of sacrifice theory, man, dude. The hunter, hunter is the highlight of this record for me. He really is. The bass plan is just top notch on this record, especially okay. this song. This song and catch a hot one. His bass playing is just beyond banger. <laughs> if that, if I can do that, his bass playing is phenomenal. Because I think on this song specifically, Jade throws in, he throws in these like really cool leads after the bridge yeah after the bridge he throws in these like like they're just like i don't even know what the fuck he's doing <laughs> they don't make any sense they, they they're, they're nothing that we've heard before or after in the album and they don't match what the song's doing but they sound so damn good yeah they really do fuck man such a banger dude this in this bridge is so goth davy it's so goth davy <laughs> Goth Davy, <laughs> you're so Goth Davy. You're so Goth Davy. Oh man, what a fucking song! The lyrics are dumb too on this one, though. It's just him talking about performing and like the energy they get from the the crowd, and he relates it to vampires. It's so <laughs> cheesy. It's so cheesy, man. Yeah. But the song itself, outside of the lyrics, dude, absolute fucking banger. Only song better is "Catch a Hot One." Ah, oh, goddamn. Okay. What a what a what a time what a time to be alive when we get to hear this record. what a time to be alive <laughs> so let's get into the to the cover art quite possibly one of my favorite pieces of cover art ever so you 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 mentioned this. earlier that we would talk about John Feldman again yes he would be brought up is this why this is why because okay. Alan Forbes Alan Forbes yes. did the cover art for this record and Alan Forbes also did the cover art for Goldfinger's Goldfinger Really I cool. Have both of them, I have both of them in front of me right now. In front now. of you, yes. Look at that. I have Art of Drowning in front of me right now. 
But damn, dude, the the wraparound on this is so cool. It is so fucking I know. cool. I, dude, I wish it was like an ex, like one of those gatefolds that opens up outwards. Oh, that'd be so rad. Because it does it does wrap around absolutely perfectly. And arguably besides like the 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 main statue in the front, mm-hmm. the backside that has the path to the gate. Yeah. I think that looks better. Like I love yeah, that long I think so path to the gate. I it's just it's so lonely. It's so dark. It's so scary. I don't. It's so cool. I feel like it leads. It it it, it follows the the title better. You know, the art of drowning. It's like, it's it's just like leads to death. I feel like the gate leads to like the gates of hell or the gates of heaven or something. Whatever you want to believe in, or just purgatory or something. I don't know. Like they, it's such a depressing piece of art. I love it though. Fuck. It's really cool. It, it, it col- is really really cool. It's the colors too, like the purples and the, like the slight pink and the the really kind of mono green. Oh man, it's so cool. And then just the the orange title, the orange AFI and the art of drowning. Man, it's so nice. I love it. <laughs> I, I I could just stare at it and just look at all the the little weird details that he did on it. I, one of the coolest pieces of artwork I've ever seen. Well, the, also like the background too, like the background, the, the I don't know, like the way it's painted, it kind of has that that Van Gogh Starry Night yeah. kind of aspect to it, right? Like the I don't know the all the colors kind of blend into each other. It's really grainy. Mm-hmm. It's so cool, man. Did, did he? Did Alan Forbes also do the All Hollows EP art? It looks exactly the same. I I, maybe he, I should. Just, I think he did. I, just, I could just pull out my. Oh yeah, you do have that. You actually have that that EP, but not the picture disc. You don't have the picture picture disc, but that's fine. Yeah, no, that's him. It says right here at the bottom. I just pulled it out. Alan Forbes. Yeah, Alan Forbes, ninety nine. Damn man, great! I love that. Oh my god, dude! If I have, they had some of the coolest artwork. Because I mean, you you had Jeff Kresge do "Very Proud of You," which is so cool, and then you have "Shut Your Mouth," which I, that is also one of my favorite album covers as well. And I don't even know who the artist is. Nobody knows who the artist is. I even asked who the artist was. Nobody knows. And then, you know, All Hollows, Art of Drowning, Black Sails has a great fucking cover. And then after That's that, my favorite. after that, the covers kind of suck. Sing the Sorrow But the Black, Black Sails EP is oh, better yeah. than the Black Sails actual full length. That's true. That's true. Oh. I will say, though, the, the Days of the Phoenix EP, Did you, have you seen the artwork for that? That one is, no. that one's not that, it's okay. But you'll you'll recognize that that figure because I had that T-shirt. I don't know if you remember I had that AFI T-shirt with that that figure on it. Oh yeah, that little demon thing. Yeah, that demon thing. Yeah, that's a, that's like something like weird, like old psychedelic seventies thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's fine. But anyway, yeah, the I, the artwork we had we had to talk about it. It's so cool, and then the Feldy connection is kind of cool. Goldfinger's Goldfinger. It's cool because it's old Feldy. It's fun Feldy. Yeah, it's fun Feldy. It's the it's double F. It's the, it's the fuck that Feldy. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of that prank call. Uh, I'm gonna listen to that after after we we finish potting. I love that I, so much. I have it on vinyl, so I'll listen to it too. Yeah, but I'll listen to it on Spotify because I don't. Yeah. So there you go. Fuck that. I kind of want to just play it now, but I'm not going to because this is not gold yeah, fingers. This is an AFI playlist podcast. All AFI. All AFI. Okay. Uh, Oh, I I didn't know this either, but it's not not on Wikipedia. It's not anywhere. But 
Hunter did say on the podcast that he that he was on this week that they actually recorded this entire record to tape. So apparently mm. when he was when he joined the band, he recorded Shut Your Mouth and Black Sales, but they recorded that all digitally on Pro Tools or early versions of Pro Tools, which I thought was really weird. But for whatever reason, they decided to record the entirety of The Art of Drowning on tape. It's so weird. Which which furthers like the bullshit aspect that he doesn't remember this. I know, right? <laughs> if, if that was so significant that he, they recorded the tape, but oh, I don't remember those. Like, that's dude, you're so full of shit, man. I know, I know. Like it, it's so like much like Tyler, stop trying to be cool, stop trying to be different. I get it. Well, so embrace it. The difference embrace is, it. I am actually really cool. <laughs> I am really fucking cool. Damn, Tyler just said he's cooler than Hunter. Okay. I am cooler. Fuck yeah, I'm cooler than Hunter. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, and it was, the album was co-produced by AFI, and I forgot the other guy's name. It says on the back of the record, or it says on the sleeve, actually, the inner sleeve of the record. I can't remember the guy's name, though, but whatever. It don't matter. Okay. It don't matter. Do we got anything else to say about it, about this record? Do we wrap it up, give our rating, and then go home? Yeah, we can we can wrap it up and get home. Get home. Okay. Yes, I'm already at home, right. but that's fine. So, I mean, we're we're wrapping it up. Uh, we have a three point rating system where three is a perfect album, two is a good album. You, you're going to continue to listen to. One's a bad album, but give it a shot. And zero is an album that should have never been made, never ever been made, like Black Sales. Just kidding, Jeff. <laughs> Dude. Just kidding. So, what are your final thoughts on this record, The Art of Drowning, and your rating? So, so just, just looking at my liner notes of, uh, art of drowning, Mm -hmm. here's, here's, here's some bands that they thanked, right? So the Vandals, they thanked yeah, the offspring, the nitro bands. Yeah, of course. That's fine. Rancid. That's, that's kind of cool. Death by stereo. Yeah. And then at the drive-in. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me, let me, let me bring up these liner notes, huh? You you you're you're the Omar master. Why would they think I know. at the drive-in? I think I, I think I brought that up when I bought this record. I was looking through the liner notes. I think I talked. Like, to what you the about hell? It. Yeah, it's it's weird. I think they they even thank Jeff Kresge too. Well, Tiger Jeff, Army's in here. Yeah, well, of course, because Nick Thirteen. But I think they they th- some of these records they throw in Jeff Kresge, even though he hadn't been in the band for a few years, which is cool. That's uh, this is like at the driving. What the fuck? Yeah, it is weird, huh? Cause, because I mean, they were just so. Not only musically were they different, but they were from such a different area of the United States. Yeah, and I mean, they're both very. I mean, they both take themselves way too serious at the driving <laughs> in AFI. So maybe that's why. I think they used to play <laughs> play shows together too. Because I I think Hunter did mention something about at the driving, but I don't, I don't remember what it was. But very they, interesting. They must have they must have played a bunch of shows together. Which makes sense. I mean, considering at the time at the drive-in where this is like right before they blew up, they were they were playing like every day of the year. They were they were going out on tour for eight months of the year, driving back and forth. I mean, we talked about it on the podcast last week. Yeah, you know they they drove like something what ten thousand miles in like two months or something. Yeah, something insane. But you notice too they they think uh, hot topic. Yeah, here? it's so stupid. That that was back when Hot Topic wasn't lame, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
That's I mean, Hot Topic wasn't always the fucking lame place at the at the mall. <laughs> at some point, they were they were kind of cool. They got, I mean, they still I, I don't know if they still like to this day, but they got a lot of like cool vinyl releases. Oh, that's true. They do. They they put out like a Blink one a few years ago, I think. Yeah, or know, a couple so years ago. Whatever. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You notice too they they have a little section that says "Get Tattooed by" and then a list of people. Yeah, that's cool. I, I I've never heard of any of these people or places. Yeah, they probably don't even these places probably don't even exist anymore. That's true. Yeah, but yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool, cool, cool. Yeah, vinyl's cool. Vinyl's cool, man. We we didn't even talk about you know the the different guests. You have Lars on here as well. Yeah. Lars Fredrickson from uh, Rancid, Nick Thirteen from Tiger Army, but uh, the best, Dexter Holland, the Dexter Hollands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, Jeff Kresge sang backup vocals on here, but it's not listed. But I feel like I read it somewhere that he contributed backup vocals somewhere. That's like the most anyway. to have your previous musician guest star on an album is is the most unpretentious thing you could possibly do as a band. Yeah, it's true. It's pretty like cool. That is that is so rad. I'm I'm pretty positive though. He also did background vocals on "Sing the Sorrow." I think he had something to do with the artwork too. Maybe like the liner. I think he, maybe he did something with the liner notes on Sing the Sorrow. But I don't, I can't remember. I cannot remember. But anyway, mm. anyway, what are your final thoughts on The Art of Drowning? Yeah, my final thoughts are um, this is this is kind of like you said, this has been like a forgotten one. This was one that kind of fell by the wayside because of... Uh, of the big ones that AFI has done that I've always listened to. And I've until this week, I've never really listened to this album its entirety in, in many, many years other than like when we do their albums, the rankings. Yeah. The rankings, which is like every other month, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. And, and I don't know, man, like conceptually everything about this album fits. Mm-hmm. From from the liner notes, from the artwork, from the lyrics, which I think are kind of weak, but they fit to the music, to the to the atmosphere of their shows, to the image of the the band. Like everything fits together. Everything is cohesive. Everything is is everything is great. Yeah, it is. Like like I don't know, man. Everything's great. What do you what do you want from me? This is this is not a perfect album because I think there are a lot of the, there's there's some songs here that are okay. Some of the bangers are not beyond bangers, so I, I would I would give like a two point eight. Two point eight. Oh my god, that is yeah, so high. I do, I do two point eight. Wow, I'm I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm a proud I'm a proud friend. You're a proud parent. Proud parent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a PP for sure. Oh man. Okay, my final thoughts here. Uh, this is like I said. This is the first AFI record I heard. This is what I. This is what kind of truly got me into AFI outside of Melius Maleficarum, which was the first AFI song I heard. But um yeah, this is this is really just followed me throughout my my music history. This is one of the this is what got me one of the first things that got me into liking music was this record. This is the earliest band I I had heard and got into. So this holds like something really special within my you know, my memories and everything like that. A lot of nostalgia with friends and uh, with my cousin, especially because the guy got me into so many bands that that I like to this day. So yeah, this is this is a perfect album for me, through and through. The musically, it's just 
like we talked about the bass hunter's bass playing davy's vocals are just so on point the the background vocals the gang vocals everything is just so good adam has some amazing fills and we barely even touched upon jade i mean jade has some really cool guitar parts as well but to me he's outshined by everyone else jade is the weakest part of this record but that's not dissing him at all it's just it just shows like how good of a band they were at this time and how good of a record this is it's it's a perfect record three out of three I, just, I gotta do it three out of gotta three do it, man. i don't i don't throw the perfect three out of threes out very often as we all know it's I all you fucking do is throw it out there i don't uh and this bit's not getting old but yeah i never really throw it out there so yeah there you go perfect three out of three for afi's the art of drowning Ooh, it's it's good man and yeah I got, I got nothing else you got anything else to say I don't. That's 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 all I got. That's all you got. Well, this is Asinine Radio, the greatest music podcast ever. Thank you all for listening. You already you know what we're goodest? doing next week. What? I think he's at the goodest music podcast. Did I say that? Oh fuck! I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I fucking hope you said the goodest. <laughs> the goodest podcast. <laughs> so go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Uh, and like like Jeff said, we are the goodest podcast in the whole world. So that's it. That's all. Thank you, Because we're so still bad. here. Uh, oh, I needed that one out. Woo. <sighs> Sound like a, a Survivor intro. That's not how it sounds. I don't even know what I'm saying. What are you yeah. talking about? I don't even make any sense. <laughs> For okay. me, it's art, 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 like a art, seal. Art, 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 art drowning is my art, number three. Art, that you think that is the worst album, and it's actually their best. Like you're, you're, you're. Like I'm you're going, unbelievable. Like I'm going to text Tammy and make sure she gets you a checkup because your fucking brain is complete mush <laughs> from all the stupid pills you've been fucking taking for your entire life, and now it's finally caught up to you. It's unfucking believable how dumb you were putting that album so low. But number two for me, I like how you're yelling at me. <laughs> you haven't even got to your number one. <laughs> no, number two, two briefly when we did the Vandals, poop diarrhea. There's a nitro sound. <laughs> I don't know why I called it, it poop diarrhea. I don't know why either, because you know the title, so I don't know why you said <laughs> poop diarrhea. <laughs> and it's it's uh, it's these small it's these small. Don't say uh, uh, when you uh, when you haven't even, uh, when you haven't even compared uh, when you haven't even compared the three uh, you haven't even compared uh, the three and you're already discounting the theory. <laughs> <laughs>